Yeah, time to talk English football with Spencer Pryor. Evening, Treacle. Hello, my friend. How are you? <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, Broski's here too. We will uh, talk about the Premier League title race and the FA Cup semi-finals in just a moment. But we have to start this week with the footballing blamange that is Tottenham Hotspur, who copped five goals inside 21 minutes and have then sacked their interim manager, Christian Stellini. <laughs> How can you sack an interim manager? I mean, have you ever seen anything like this in your life? Well, you, you sack an interim if you've made the wrong decision of putting that interim in the place in the first place. Mm. And he and he clearly has. I mean, Christian Solini was it, it was. How can I put it? And there was a beautiful article over in the UK that said it was. It's like when you get divorced and then you give a set of house keys to to her horrible sister. It's it's um it's something that he took over from. Um, uh, he, he came in from Conti's assistant and suddenly gets the job. And the reality is he was so aligned to Conte. The thing is that the players have obviously responded in the way that they have. Mm. And the club, it's not just the team that's in the mess. The club is in complete mess, top to bottom. Um, The way the players responded was just, it it was actually disgraceful, right? Um, And I've got to be honest, it's a brutal place to go and play. Brutal place. I remember being 2 0 up there with Leicester with 10 minutes to go, and Alan Shearer scored a hat trick in the last 10 minutes. And it was a scary, scary atmosphere. Um, and the players just looked underprepared. Yeah. They looked like they didn't know what to expect. And they're playing for full start. It was, it was a, a real sort of, I, I hate to say, six point, but it really was in that, in that running for, for full place. So. The players looked underprepared. He went, he, he switched it up. He tried to outsmart himself, went to a back four. Clearly didn't work. Um, defending was absolutely horrendous. I'm going to give Newcastle credit. That's so great. Mm. Right? They, they, were, they, they punished every single, um, I wouldn't say Tottenham mistake, but they exploited it to the absolute max. Spenner, um, Spenner, yeah. I'll tell you something yeah. else that is horrendous is the quality <laughs> the of this line. So what we're going to do is we're just going to cut you off for the moment. If you if you can go and, I don't know, climb to the top of a hill or something with a better reception, uh, and we're going to call you straight back. So just give us 20 seconds and we will be back with you. Uh, and we'll try and find a better line to talk to Spencer. He sounds as though he's um, talking to us from on the moon, Broski, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll ask you, is he back? Oh, right. Are you there, Spenner? Yeah, hello. Oh, that's better. Much better. Goodness me. It sounds as though you're in the toilet somewhere. Um, well, I was. No, it wasn't really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we t- we've spoken about Spurs uh, and their Terrible. horrible, horrible weekend at Newcastle. Um, now, in terms of the title race, Arsenal, of course, drew yeah. with Southampton, which is their third draw in a row. It, it's amazing, isn't it? Because they, they've now opened the door for, for Manchester City and there's this big game to come on, on Thursday morning at the Etihad. Yeah. And, and it, it's almost like a crisis that's, that's enveloped Arsenal, which is ridiculous because they haven't lost any of those three games. But um, have, they, have they lost their nerve at the crucial moment, do you think? Or, or is this that's gonna just a happen. Blip? Yeah, that's going to happen, Simon. Mm. 
we said last weekend, we said last week that it was one of those games where or there's so many twists and turns that's going to happen that I I actually get the feeling now that this game is more a game that Man City just don't need to don't lose it um, with the games in hand. So yeah, huge huge slip up and real panic stations seem to have kicked in. I mean, you've been saying it for a little while about there's still a lot of twists and turns. I mean, this has mm. put that draw. They've clearly got the wobbles here, and, and something is going. On. I mean, three one down. They were lucky to even get the point in the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean. It yeah. puts it in Man City's court now, obviously, and, and it's theirs to lose now. But they've been here before. They, they'll they roll on with it. Or do you still think there are more twists and turns to happen? Of course, there's more, Broski. There's always more. Yes, <laughs> we um, Listen, it's Man City as well. So Man City will never do anything really easy. We still remember they're in the FA Cup. They've got Champions League still to come as well. So... You know, they they are heavily focused on winning the league, but they've got, I won't say they've got other priorities, but um, it really has opened the door. And, you know, they really are flowing and, and purring like a, a, a well-oiled machine at the moment, Man City. And the momentum seems to be with them. Yeah. But don't, don't be surprised if there is a slip-up from Man City and another one from Arsenal. You can just see it. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, of well-oiled machines, mate, Liverpool won their uh, their second game. <laughs> got Alex laughing in the background here, <laughs> but, mate. They won their second game in a row, a big three-two uh, win over Forest, uh, with all five goals scored in the second half. I mean, second it's... game in a row is that what you call it? <laughs> it's a streak. Second game, in a row. absolutely, it's a streak. Win streak for you, boys. Well done. <laughs> any, any chance of a late, uh, you know, little late season push for European places, or they could get top four. Well, coming. I love the fact. I love the fact that you're talking all that like that. But don't forget, you've got Brighton just underneath you with two games in hand on you as well. So while you're looking up, you also have a little <laughs> have a little eye on Brighton as well. We're playing great football. Hmm. I actually think that Tottenham are the ones that are going to really drop out. Um, but how far up Liverpool can get, who, who knows? Yeah, and they're still conceding goals, aren't they, as well, uh, even though they got that win, uh, conceded two against Nottingham Forest. However, things looking a bit brighter for Liverpool. Um, down at the bottom, a big come-from-behind win for uh, big Harry Suter and, and for Leicester over Wolves. That lifts them out of the bottom three, ends a nine-game winless run, a first win for Dean Smith. So a bit of hope for your old club spinner. Yeah, first home game for him as well. So it was a massive three points, and... You know, confidence and momentum is is pretty is everything going into this last running. It's um it's so significant that it, it might give them an opportunity to go and pick up another couple of wins from somewhere and get themselves out of trouble. I still think they're gonna be in and I think it'll go right to the wire with them. But that you know, to to beat Wolves at home was an absolute minimum and, and, and a real must for them to give themselves a chance. And it's taken them out of the bottom three. So, you know, they'll be feeling a little bit more confident, but mm. I still think there's lots and lots more work for them to do. Uh, final one for this week, uh, Spanner, the FA Cup semi-finals. Uh, City beating Sheffield United by three goals to nil. And United uh, getting the win over Brighton on penalty. So it's going to be a first ever all Manchester derby in the cup final at Wembley. The last meeting in London, of course, that 1-0 win for, for us Blues in the semis in, in uh, 2011. I was there that day. Um, this is going to be a very special occasion. 
It will. And it's set it up lovely. You know, this is... Um, look, they've done great, Man United, in the Cups this year. This will be their second domestic cup final for the year. Man City, obviously, still flying in the Champions League. Going great in the league. Looking at the FA Cup. They'll be... It, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be very, very motivated for it. And, and it's a great, it'll be a great occasion, you know, the, uh, a Manchester derby in London who is going to be something special at the end of the season. Absolutely. Spanner, we'll uh, leave it there this week, a little bit shorter this week, but uh, thanks for your time, mate. We'll speak to you next week. See you, mate. Nice one. Take care. Goodbye. That's Spencer Pryor. Midweek games as uh, a full programme of games this week, of course. Wolves against Palace Wednesday, Leeds Leicester. Thursday, it's Forest Brighton, Chelsea Brentford, West Ham Liverpool, and the big one, Manchester City against Arsenal. It's 5 a.m. local time, Eastern in Australia. Friday, Southampton, Bournemouth, Everton, Newcastle, and Spurs against Manchester United. Uh, then uh, across the weekend, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Palace against West Ham is the early game. Then Brighton and Wolves at midnight. Sunday night, Monday morning, United against Villa, Fulham against Man City, Liverpool versus Tottenham. Goodness me, that's not a great place to go for Spurs, is it, on the back of that? And then Tuesday morning, Leicester City against Everton. Check the SEN broadcast guide for coverage of all those games across the SEN network and on the SEN app across the weekend. Another quick break, and then we'll talk women's football with Alicia Carnavas.